0: <clears throat> all right, all right. Okay, okay. What's up, everybody? Zelda Talks Facts here. that facts, like always, of course. Well, we're going to talk some hockey today. I hope you guys are doing great here today. I'm going to talk some hockey. Recapping game three of the 2021 NHL Stanley Cup playoffs by New York Islanders. And I couldn't be any more disappointed. But I want you guys know tomorrow I will be doing my NBA episode, my NBA 2021 playoff first-round predictions, so I'll be doing that tomorrow, either late morning or early afternoon, whichever one. So that'll be coming out tomorrow, a couple hours before game one between the Bucks and the Heat. But I am very disappointed in my New York Islanders. Last night they lost game three, five to four, so now they are down two games to one in the series now with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Oh, excuse me, I if you heard right there, I am... I am, uh... Very congested right there with uh, allergies. Obviously, been really bothering me today. So sorry about that. Sorry to hear that. From time to time, it's just my allergies bothering me. But I'm very disappointed. You know, last night a lot of hopes going into this game. You know, felt pretty confident. Like, all right, we're back at the Coliseum. This is one last ride right now. The crowd's going to be crazy all night, and it was. The crowd was going nuts the whole night. And I'm just hoping, let's take the lead in this series. Let's get all the momentum now. We win this game, we have all the momentum on our side. That's what I was saying to myself. That's all that we need right there is to win this game. And momentum is on our side. (sighs) Well, the game started off, you know, and Chris Letang scored the first goal. It was not tipped by Aston Reese. It looked like it was, but Chris Letang scored the first goal. believe it was like almost 2 minutes in like or like 2 or 3 minutes in pretty close to that and the Penguins taking an early one nothing lead and I'm like you got to be kidding me Listen I love Simeon Vorloma but he let in so many weak goals last night it's not even funny It's really not A lot of these goals he should have had You know to be honest he just really should have had a lot of these goals right here They should have won last night that's the first goal right there. That one, should, I get you, you know, I get you being screened, but you gotta make the save. You gotta make the saves now. You have to. This is playoff time. This is crunch time. You can't play half ass. You gotta play. Like it's your last game. You gotta play, man. That's how, that's what you gotta do. You can't let that happen. The rest of the first period, it was just like the same like the first two games of the series. Not a good first period. They ended the first period strong. They were getting shots on Jari. They drew a penalty. I was like, okay. They're in the Penguins' heads. That's good. Second period, they start with a power play. They didn't score. But they were battling and battling and battling, you know, getting their chances. Beauvillier had a breakaway, and he couldn't bury one. But, you know, we'll get to him in a little while. I was like, oh, come on. Like, you got to bury that right there. You know, I get there's a lot of pressure. But there's pressure on the Penguins, too. They're coming into the Coliseum. You know, there's pressure on them, too. You can't just say, oh, we're feeling the pressure. So is everybody else that's playing in the same game. They feel the same pressure. It's not just... Us that are, you know, feeling pressure. Everybody's feeling pressure. Everybody in the Stanley Cup playoffs is feeling pressure. No matter who it is. You know what I mean? It's just how it is. You know, so there's no excuses at all. You know, I'm not going to make excuses for my Islanders at all. I can't. You just have to step it up. But second period, you know... Scotty Mayfield made a really good move and one of the Penguin players, sniped it home, tied the game in one. It was a great goal by Scotty. You know, he's still a shit defenseman, but that was a really good shot. They had passed Jari. Okay, the tie of the game, you know, Mayfield was pumped up, as he should be. He did score in Game 7 last year in the second round against the Flyers. The Islanders wound up winning that game, 4 to nothing and going to the conference finals. So that was good for Scotty right there. Good shot, very good shot, actually. Any time the game. But well, then, lo and behold, a couple minutes later, Jeff Carter makes a 2 to 1 Penguins. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. It did not even take that long. It didn't even take that long at all. Jeff Carter buried it, made a 2 to 1. It was legit two minutes later. Two minutes and 20 seconds later, Jeff Carter gets a pass foul on and the Penguins regain the lead. I'm like, are you serious? And the second period they mostly play on edge, and then a few minutes later, Jason Zuckerberry's one. And it's three-to-one Penguins. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, what is going on here? Nick Letty has been god-awful in this series. I was gonna say bench Mayfield, but he did score a goal last night, I'll give him that. But Letty's been terrible. There's gotta be so many changes in this lineup tomorrow. There's gotta be so many changes. In this lineup. There just has to be. There has to be so many. Uh, well, I shouldn't say so many. But there should be a few changes. <sighs> there has to be a lot of changes in this lineup tomorrow. You know, there actually, there really has to be. There has to be. But, you know, second period. I was going to say it was a good period. But they let in two goals. Two goals they shouldn't have allowed. That's what the Islanders right there. They score a goal. Penguins always seem to bounce back. That's just how it is. The Islanders can't catch a break for a few minutes. They just can't. Penguins are all over them. So now we go into the third period. I'm like, all right, we're down 3-1. This, this, you know, this Islanders team has been a very good third period team this year. They really didn't show that in game two. They had their chance against Jari. They couldn't seem to bury one. But here in the third period, just three minutes and 46 seconds in, Cal Clutterbuck buries it. It makes it a 3-2 game. So now it's a one-goal game. I'm like, alright, here we go. Like, here we go now. It's a one-goal game. Let's keep it going. You know, and mostly we scored that goal. We scored that goal mostly due to, like, one of the Penguins' helmets falling off and they had to get off the ice. And then Martin set it up for Clutterbuck and he made it 3-2. So... It was, it was mostly a gift there for the Islanders. I'll admit that. It really was a gift. So we did bury it. It's a one-goal game. I'm like, all right. Thank God they're there for clutter. And things really started to get chippy. Like, it really looked like playoff hockey. Like, these two teams were going after each other. And Paul Mary was involved. All ten guys that were out there for that shift had to go to the penalty box. All ten of those guys. Five from the Penguins... At 5 for the Islanders, like Gensel took a cheap shot. I believe it was on Paul Mary. He took a cheap shot right there. And it was just getting chippy. They were just fighting all over the place. I'm like, this is getting good. Like, this is getting very interesting now. Like, here we go now. This is the momentum we needed. The Penguins, they took a... I think it was because due to Gensel's cheap shot. They made it an actual power play for us. And I believe it was 18 seconds into that power play. Number 18, Anthony Beauvillier... Ties up the game at three, and I'm like, let's go. Now this game is tied. Here we go. We got all momentum on our side. The Coliseum is rocking. Like, that was something right there. Like, right there, all those guys fighting, and the Islanders used it as momentum. I said on Twitter, use this as momentum. Now you have to. And Bo, like I said, Bo's been having trouble, you know, burying one. He finally did. He got a pass. Jari, tied up the game at three. I was hyped. Let's go. And I felt pretty good. I was like, "Okay, like, all bets was on our side. Now we got to get one more. Now let's take the lead and let's hang on to this game. Let's get let's get the lead back in this series. Like, let's do it." But then, lo and behold, a minute four seconds later, Jeff Carter again, and the Penguins regained the lead. And the crowd—it felt like the crowd, like the air was just sucked out of the crowd after that. When Carter scored again, I, mean, I got to give Jeff Carter. He's been a great trade deadline acquisition for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's been really good. He has been seriously, seriously good. I got to give him that. You know, I'll give him his. I'll give him his respect. You know, he has played very, very good. He's got three goals now in the series, and it gave the Penguins back the lead. And I was like, "You got to be kidding me now! Now, now we're playing from behind again." Like what? What are we doing here? Like not even a, like a minute four later, you let that happen. You cannot let that type of stuff happen, especially in the playoffs. You can't. You can't let it happen. It's unacceptable. Like you gotta get that three a thick skull. You cannot let that happen. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ, it's common sense right there. You gotta step it up right there. You tie up the game. You come back down three to one. You have to take the lead back. Or you gotta take the lead back in the series. Even you have to take the lead back in the game. That's what you gotta do. I mean, come on! Stop playing from behind. I can't stand when this team plays from behind. I don't want a comeback story every game. Just play the game and win the game. That's it. Score these goals. Keep on scoring. I love with this chip and chase. I love with this defensive mind, you know, of a game. Just play hockey. Play offensive hockey. Tell Matt Barzell to step it up because I'm tired of him turning over the puck constantly. And shoot the puck on the power play. I mean, Jesus Christ, you have a power play. Shoot the puck. I'm going to keep on saying it. You're supposed to be the superstar. How about you act like it? None of these games here. Shoot the puck. Stop playing with it. Stop passing around. You're not the right-handed Josh Bailey. You're the right-handed Connor McDavid. Shoot it. You got your head so far up your rear end, bars, though, you need to get it out right now and step it up. Because I am so tired of this guy right now. I am so tired of him. I'm tired. Every time, passes, passes the puck, plays with it, doesn't shoot. Shoot the puck. Stop turning it over, too. Enough with that. Penguins' defense is not even that good. It's really not. They were a low-rated defense team coming into the season. So enough now. Cut it out. Score some goals. Set up some plays. You set up the Beauvillier goal. You actually did something. How about you score some goals now? Let's go, Yashin. 'Cause you're Alexi Ashen 2.0. That's what you are. So screw it on straight. Be the superstar of this team. Be the goal scorer, not the guy that t- that leads the team in penalty minutes. You know what? I don't care. You know what? I hope. I, I hope. I pray to God. I pray to God that Trotz benches Barzell tomorrow. I don't care. I don't care what Mr. Fancy Pants thinks, I don't care what Barzell thinks, I don't care if Barzell cries his eyes out. I don't care. You are not playing like the superstar, like you're supposed to be. You're not a grinder. You're not you're a superstar. Act like a superstar. Yeah, I know I shouldn't be talking. I never skated a day once in my life but I watch the game. I know what I'm watching. So screw it on straight. If that's the best that you could give, you might as well just go home. Go back to Seattle. It's every time with this guy. Every time. later on in the game right there, and a few minutes later, it's a Jeff Carter barrier to make it 4-3. to Seven minutes later, Cal Clutterbuck ties up the game. And I forgot to say the reason why the Penguins made it 4-3 to was because Clutterbuck took a stupid penalty when he ran to Jari. And that's how Jeff Carter buried it on the power play. I forgot to say it was a power play goal from Carter to second goal, like Carter was a power play goal. Or his second goal, I should say. But then seven minutes later, Cal Clutterbuck ties up the game, and it's four to four. And I was pretty happy again. I was like, alright, now we're tied up again. Here we go now. We got six minutes to go. Can we take the lead? I'm you know, I win my if the game goes to overtime. These guys can get a break. We go to OT and we can win it there. That would be nice. Just like we won in game one, we won in overtime. But Clutterbuck he really did show. Yeah, he took he took a stupid penalty on Jari. That was a bad penalty, but he did make up for it. He tied up the game. It was right, it deflected right off him. He didn't even use the stick, went off his body, and went in. So that was huge. I'm like, alright, now momentum is back on our side. Can we capitalize? And the answer to that is no, because then two minutes later, Brandon Taniff, whose picture looks like a, a damn mugshot. Tips it home and the Penguins regain the lead. He bats it out of the air. it wasn't a high stick? You know, it was below the bar, so obviously it counts. I'm not complaining about that, but he bats it in and the Penguins regain the lead. And I'm like, you got to be kidding me. You know, you know. Listen, I I can understand you're in the zone a lot, but you got to get the puck out of the zone. You cannot let teams be in zone for a minute, a minute and a half. You gotta get the puck out of that zone fast. You can't be standing around. You see these guys, they're standing around. You gotta help one another. This is a team sport. It's not a one man sport. Yeah, I'm looking at you, Barzell. It's not a one man sport where you do your fancy moves all the time. I don't care about your fancy moves that can go on angel.com. I don't care. Jesus. You know, maybe it's just maybe somebody should tell the superstar this is not a skills competition. This is the playoffs, and I want to see this team win. I'm sick and tired of this team losing every single season. It's the last season of the Coliseum. Do they know that? I don't think they do. Especially superstar, he doesn't know. He doesn't look like he knows where he is at the time. Are you confused? Are you dizzy? Then get off the ice. And screw off back to Seattle for all I care, or Canada, or wherever the hell you're from. Should've won this game last night. Should've won. Should have two to one. The momentum should be on our side. But no, it's not. Now we gotta play from behind. Now you got to play from behind. That's great. That's great. This isn't the regular season anymore. It's the playoffs. This is where men play. So stop acting like a bunch of little boys and act like men. They got a couple chances towards the end. Brock Nelson almost buried one, but Sidney Crosby made a really good play with a stick right there, disrupting Brock Nelson's shot. Nelson had a wide open net. If Crosby's not even anywhere near him, Brock Nelson would have tied it. Or maybe Jari makes a really good save. But most likely Brock Nelson would have tied it, and probably the game would have went to overtime. Probably. I really don't know. They pulled out Valama. They got a couple shots to the net, and that was about it. Maybe after after the Penguins iced it, maybe Trot should have called timeout. I can understand why he didn't. Because the Penguins were tired. They were out there for like a minute 20, I believe, all those guys. So I understand why he didn't call a timeout. But they couldn't capitalize. They couldn't capitalize on a tired Penguins right there. They couldn't do it. They just couldn't do it at all. But that was it right there. The Islanders are now officially down two games to one. A lot of people need to be held accountable on this team. Barry Trotz is one right now. I know Barry Trotz is a Stanley Cup winning head coach. He's turned the Islanders franchise around. In the three seasons that he's been the head coach, the Islanders have been in the playoffs three times. So I'll give him that. He's really turning us around. So is Lula Marillo's a GM. Barry shots has really turned us around, so I'll give him that. I'm not trying to criticize him, but you should not have started Semyon Valamov last night. I get that Volamov had a really good game too. He stepped it up. He kept us in that game, but this guy is not a hundred percent. You should have seen that right there in the second period. This guy is not one hundred percent. There's a lot of goals right there that he should have saved. Let's be honest, he got a lot of weak goals. You gotta make these saves. You're a professional goaltender. You gotta make these saves. It's not a peewee game. You're not a child. You gotta make these saves. You gotta start Soroka tomorrow. Soroka should have never been taken out. Should have had him play game two. I'm not saying the Isles would have won one nothing, But things could have been a little bit different. They would have won last night if Soroka would have started. Sorokin's done really good at the Coliseum, so you gotta start him tomorrow. He's done good under pressure. Play this kid tomorrow. He showed, he proved that in game one. 39 saves on 42 shots. I don't know what makes you think, oh, let's go to Vallamov. I give Vallamov the starting goaltender, but you gotta go with the hot hand. Go with the guy who's healthy. Sorokin's healthy. I'm sure he's a little bit banged up from the season, it happens. But Vallamov's completely banged up. You can just tell. You can tell by Vallamov's body language. He's not all there. So Sorokin has to be the start tomorrow. I don't want to hear, oh, the starting goaltender will be somebody from Russia. No, give me an answer. Who is starting tomorrow? Is it Sorokin or are you going to go with Vallamov? So basically you're saying, if you say Vallamov, then just screw it all. We're done. That's it. You might as well just pack it in because Vallamov is going to get destroyed tomorrow. You go with Sorokin. He's gonna get you the win tomorrow. It's very simple. It's not that hard. I don't know why you make it so complicated. It's not that hard. So go with Sorokin tomorrow. I don't want to hear any excuses. Oh, if Alama starts. Oh, because you know we want to go with Alama. No, 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 no. Go with Sorokin. And we won't have any problems. Simple as that. When it comes to changing up the lines, I mean... I really want Barzell benched. I do. I I, I don't care what anybody says. I don't want to hear, oh, we wouldn't remotely make the... We wouldn't even be close to the playoffs without Barzell. I don't want to hear that. Barzell is not the heart and soul of this team. You know who's the heart and soul of this team? The guy that's sitting in the rafters. Anders Lee's the heart and soul of this team, not Barzell, not the the fake superstar. He's not the heart and soul of this team. The guy sitting up in the rafters is the heart and soul of this team. He plays every game like it matters. Barzell, Barzell is only there for skills, to show off. What's it to show off? That you can't score a goal? This team would be much better off without Matt Barzell. I don't care what anybody says. I don't care. And if he does great tomorrow, then I'll take back what I said. But right now, I don't care. This team would be a whole lot better off going into UBS Arena in Belmont without Matthew Barzell. It's simple as that. And I stand by it. I don't want to hear, oh, there's still time in this series. Uh, there's still time. Yeah, they're, run- they're running out of time. Yeah, there's time, but you're running out of time. If they were up 2-1, I would not be complaining. I've seen some pretty bad New York Islander teams, so I'm allowed to say what I am not. I'm not a newbie Islanders fan. I'm not an Islanders bandwagon fan. Like I say, oh, it's okay. No, it's not okay. No, it's not I don't want to hear what Barzell has done. I don't want to hear. I don't want to hear about his stupid goal that he scored against the Sabers between legs. That's against the Sabers. That's against the worst team in the hockey, in the NHL. That's against the worst team in the National Hockey League. Okay, ooh, between the legs. Good for him. Who cares? They ain't playing the Sabers. You're playing the Penguins. You're playing Crosby. You're playing Malkin. You're playing Latang. So screw it on straight now. Win this game tomorrow, tie up this series, and we won't have a problem. You go down 3-1, to one, pack it up, don't even show up to Pittsburgh for Game 5, because it's over. It's simple as that. You don't win Game 4, just forfeit Game 5. Because then Game 5, they will get destroyed. And it's not going to be worth watching. But then you'll still have optimistic fans... Although, but they'll come back. No, they won't come back. You go down 3-1, that's it. I know teams have done it before, but not this team. You have to tie up this series. You have to do it. Tomorrow is the last game of the season in my eyes. And it should be in their eyes, too. I don't know what they're thinking. I don't know what Trotz is thinking. I don't know what Barzell's thinking. I have no idea. But when tomorrow's game even if we win win tomorrow and Barzell makes mistakes I'm going to criticize him I criticize other players too, I've I've criticized Dal Cole since day one I've criticized Komarov multiple times I even criticized Wallstrom the first two games last night he he did okay he's still young He just got to figure it out you know Pellet made a couple bad plays last night and so did Dobson you know and, and with this power play where's Ryan Pollock why is Dobson out there for the power play where's Pollock Pollock's not even on one of the lines for the for, for the for the power play where is he why is he on the bench you need Pollock shot out there I, I don't get what this is and like I said I know Andrews Lee is the hard and soulless team he is but he's not playing. I know these players miss him I miss Anders Lee not being on the ice this team is a different team when he's not on the ice but you gotta figure it out and win it's simple as that you gotta win you win tomorrow's game then okay then when I talk on Sunday I'll be in a much better mood but right now I am not I don't wanna hear it's just a game I don't wanna hear it's just a sport no I don't care this team means everything to me right now. Tie up this series tomorrow. I got the Nets to look forward to tomorrow with Game 1. We'll definitely talk about that on Sunday as well. Hopefully they win because, Jesus. Never at the end it, they lose to Boston. Even if it's just one game. Especially Game 1. But tie up this series tomorrow. You have to do it. You have to do it. You just you, you just can't You can't give in tomorrow. Don't overthink so much. Go out there and play and win. Don't overthink at all. Just go out there and play hockey. And beat these guys. Tie up this series. I don't want this to be the last ever game of the Coliseum tomorrow. This is not how this should end. Win tomorrow so there's guaranteed a game six of the Coliseum next Wednesday. Guarantee it. Please. Don't let it end this way. It cannot go out this way. It can't. It just can't. Please. That's all I'm asking is to win this game tomorrow and move on from then. Don't think about Game Five. You know, actually, you know what? Don't even think about Game Six. Don't even think about tomorrow being the last game at the Coliseum. Don't even think. Actually, no. You actually know you should think about that. Think about this game being the last game at the Coliseum. That doesn't mean you think about Game Six. You're thinking about now. Like this could actually be our last game at the Coliseum. So think about that. But don't overthink on the ice. Have that in the back of your mind, saying, "Well, this could be our last ever time at the Coliseum." Because you go down three games to one, they're not going to win Game Five. If they're, if they're down three games to one. If it's 2-2, two to two, then they have a better chance. That's how it is. So all I'm asking for tomorrow is to step it up and tie up this series. Send it back to Pittsburgh 2-2. Two two. Because if you're down 3-1, you might as well forfeit because you're not going to come back. And they'll finally lock the doors tomorrow from the Coliseum. That's what will happen. Alright guys, I will talk to you guys Tomorrow morning Or like late tomorrow morning Or tomorrow early in the afternoon When I'll do my NBA 2021 first round predictions It's going to be fun to do I just really hope this team right here This Islander team I just hope they step it up I really do Because I'm very frustrated with this team right now Just tie it up Don't let this be the last game of the Coliseum. Because like I said, I have no confidence in them. If they lose tomorrow, going into game five. I have absolutely no confidence in them. I'll just have none. So you have to tie it up tomorrow. You have to do it. Please. Don't tease us. Capitalize on every opportunity that you can. And if you score a goal, then you got to keep scoring. It's simple as that you got to blow the Penguins out of the water. Or off the ice, I should say. But please, all I'm asking for is to tie up this series. I'm not asking to win this series right now. I'm asking to tie it up, take it game by game. Don't let this be the last ever game at the Coliseum. You can't let it be the last game. You just can't. There's no way you could go out this way. You just simply cannot do that. But alright guys, I will talk to you guys tomorrow talking to that